So basically the plot is <laughs> like when you're enemies with a hot evil man who asks you to surrender your soul. It's don't you know fall this. for him. No. <laughs> Be like Addie. <laughs> Well, she did fall for it. No, she stopped herself from falling for him. How is this about the future? Yeah, maybe we just shouldn't do this one. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. So, today we thought... Well, Vicky needs to explain... Well, no. For- okay, so, as we all know... Well, not everyone, but we well, are us, seniors. And oh, I feel like a lot of our listeners or seniors who are like yeah. transitioning into that or even if you're not just and even you know. if you're not you know how you're gonna feel in the future yeah. so listen in um i feel like many people are at this point in their life where it's like a little bit like indecisive mm-hmm. like they don't really know what's going on in their yeah. life like they don't know where they're gonna go next and sometimes it can be really difficult like i know more and more people who i'm having like small discussions with and they're like people who are genuinely like never thought would feel like this and they're yeah. like yeah i literally don't know what i'm doing with my life right now like I'm, and it's like scary it's like yeah. even for me like i know where i'm going to college yeah. but i'm still like what am i going to do when exactly. i get there and exactly. like like what's the future and then it just puts it into like you have to perspective focus on the future yeah. now so we kind of wanted to do and connect that back into books that we've read where we feel like the main character experience something in their life that like threw them off track like maybe they kind of lost their identity there for a little bit and now they were able to either find like rediscover themselves or if they just you know messed it up messed a little bit up. because that could happen too yeah so and don't we, follow yeah. the bad yeah. ones so for good books do we want to list yeah. them or do we just want to go through them i think we can like just talk about them okay. kind of connected there so, I mean, the first book that I kind of thought about when Vicky pitched this idea, I immediately thought about The Midnight Library because that is, like, the entire premise of the book. Mm-hmm. Basically, I read it two years ago, so I don't fully remember the details. Yeah. But, like, he... Have you read it? No. So he gets, like... He, there's this library where if he picks a book out, he's, yeah. like, a part of... That's, like, a one part of his life, like, okay. a different life, a parallel Ooh. universe. Yeah. That, like, if he had made another decision, this is what he would have been. Okay. And at the start of the book, he's, like, super depressed. He's super sad. And, like, throughout the book, he, you know, reads the different ones, is happy in some, mm-hmm. whatever, but then kind of comes, like, decides to end up back in his own life anyway. Okay. Because he kind of realizes that, like, he has to make the active choices. And yeah. if he lets life pass him by, like, that won't be good. And I think that's just kind of a good reminder, yeah. generally. Like, yeah. no matter how nervous or whatever you are about the future, just waiting in, in kind of anxious wait yeah. isn't going to solve anything. Like, you still have to be the one that makes active choices and tries to do something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very true. So that's a easy I start. About, I thought about Throne of Glass next, which yeah. I feel like is always what I'm talking about. But it's just because it's so good. Well, not my favorite, but one of them. Shadow. But I really do think that, like, I mean, for everyone who's read it, we all yeah. know that it starts off with, like, Selena, and then she becomes Aelin, and her journey from, like, being this assassin right yeah. after her best friend is killed and, like, murdered, and then being able to, like, slowly transition into realizing that, oh my gosh, she's the lost princess, and now she's actually a queen. Wow, who would have thought? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but still, like, you know, I and I read this series so long ago that it's not like I remember yeah. every detail, but it's like, I think the all everything that she endured like even if being a fictional character and like even if it's in a fantasy world like girl was almost like killed like she always had to fight battles and like she still fought to be where she knew that she deserved to be like she fought to go back home and reclaim her like throne because obviously like 
that was it was taken from her and it was also taken from her parents like she was taken away so like she had the right to go back and fight for what was hers and i don't know i thought that was i like that yeah Yeah. and she like she didn't let that derail her life yeah she could have just gone off the deep exactly she she could have just kept murdering people yeah i mean not murdering i mean i guess she was being paid for it so like being a hitman yeah whatever but But it shows the active choice yeah Yeah, it's like like you have to kind of reassess and be like even if things are going badly like i have to keep making the right choices Okay, so the next one is Bright Young Women, yeah. right? Because Pamela, who's mm-hmm. the main character, the sorority president, like, her best friend gets killed, her entire sorority, everything, like, thrown up in flames, right? Yeah. Like, her whole life is turned upside down. And it's not just her, but all of the girls from that sorority, mm-hmm. like, they could have, that could have been, like, the end, right? They could have, yeah. like, because that's a traumatic thing so to traumatic. happen. Yeah. yeah, and they could have, like, decided to just, like, quit, leave, whatever. But she actually took that as like a way to put things into perspective Mm. for herself and she worked on investigating the actual murder but also in like smaller ways like she had a boyfriend whose name was brad who was like (laughs) like the perfect picture perfect like southern boyfriend because it's florida state university yeah and she got into columbia law but he only got into shorebird law school which is like some random school on the coast or whatever and so she agreed in the beginning to go with him to Shorebird Law, even though she got into Columbia, so that they could get married and, like, go through law school together. But then towards, like, the middle of the book, she's, like, doing all this, and she realizes that he's, like, he's misogynistic in, like, the very subtle, like, mm-hmm. 1960-whatever, 70s, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. man way, where it's, like, oh, like, like the uh, the men are speaking or, like, mm-hmm. kind of devaluing her opinion, talking over yeah. her. And she kind of realizes, like, I need to do more, like, if I'm if I went through all of this, if if I'm investigating this, like, I'm worth more, and she, like, dumps him, and she's, like, I'm going to Columbia Law, you know, and, like, like, that's the thing, is that she could have just not, like, quit the idea of law school altogether, she could have just gone, but then she's, like, I'm gonna take this, and I'm gonna, you know, and, and then at the end, she ends up working at a law firm where she helps victims of, like, domestic violence Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and she's, like, runs the largest, like, female law firm, so it's it's like like the majority of her workers are female, she and she's a female. What's her know. name? The author's name is Jessica Knowles. The author's on TikTok. The girl's name is not the actual name. Of the oh, person, I see. But it. maybe. Um, so no, it's just, just like, like there's this one lawyer on TikTok where it's like they she wears all pink and all, her entire. No, it's not. Her. <laughs> okay, it's like we <laughs> we. But yeah, so I I just think like. Like, I just thought that that was a really yeah. good example of yeah. that, too. It's a really good book. But yeah. um, there was one criticism of the book, and I'll oh, include really? this in other stuff, which is that the actual survivor... Yeah. So this book came out last year. Okay. The actual survivor also released a book last year. Mm-hmm. So people are like, oh, it's not fair for, like, this author to capitalize off of, like, it in a fictional mm-hmm. way with the actual survivor. But I don't... I don't know. Like, I feel like you can have both. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, yeah. Unless you just like true crime, like ethically as a whole, right. which is fair. Unless she like that. twisted the whole story, which and, like, she didn't. Yeah, so, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next we have Circe, which like I'll yeah. be honest, I loved this book, but I read it so long ago Me that too. I don't know if I remember everything about it. But obviously, we yeah. remember like the general it's stuff, the basic right? Story. She was outcasted, yeah. and you know she could have like. Okay, when she had her son, I forget his mm-hmm. name, like, she was a little protective, and she didn't want him 
going out and like trusting others because of what she had experienced but if i remember correctly at the end of the day she was able to overcome that fear and like because i think her son was getting upset at her and he wanted to leave because like he was she she let him go yeah 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 but i don't know i also feel like she's She's kind of, like, in the middle. Because, yeah, mm. she let him go at the end, but the whole book... She was controlling. She was controlling to him, but also, like, the actual myth of Cerys, yeah. And then, like, what happens in the book is that there are people who come to her island, and she tries to keep them there. Yeah. Right? Because she's lonely. Because mm. she's lonely. And then... But she always lets them go at the yeah. end. And so that's kind of, like... Like, mm. like it's bad because she never really gets over that, yeah. but she also, like, always ends up choosing yeah. the right thing. the right thing. That's, so like... So it's... You know... It's hard because, it's like, hard, obviously yeah. it's going to control you, like, what happened to you in the past. Yeah. Or, like, your uncertainty of, like, is this going to happen to me yeah. again? But then it's also, like, if you ultimately choose the right thing, yeah. does that make it okay? Yeah. I mean, yeah. also I feel like it's because of her childhood and, like, yeah. her always thinking that... I mean, she was basically unwanted she by was both the of her yeah. yeah. And, like, her siblings, too. Yeah. Like, she felt abandoned by everyone. So I guess that adds on to it. But honestly, I don't think that, like... You can still cause harm mm-hmm. if it takes you that long to choose the good, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's it's complicated. So, like, don't let, like, what what's happened kind of... It, but it's hard, though, because, yeah. like, we say that, but then actually, but it if it were to happen yeah. to us, like, I think that would be something that holds a lot of people back unless they, like, actually... Realize Realize it. that. Like, yeah. if you're not willing to do that reflection and come to terms with that, like, yeah. you're not going to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like, even if you reflect on it... I know that, like, so many people are, like, if something is holding you back, you have to reflect on it and then mm. let it go and move forward. And I'm, like, that is not as easy as... It's really not. It's not. Because you can reflect, but it's hard to know what to yes, do next. Yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> the Stanley. No, Stanley. <laughs> Part of it is also, like, if you feel like you're isolated, you're mm. less likely to move on, right? Yes. Because you feel like you're the... There's this quote from that book that I really like that's, like, that's the thing like, a common thing with gods and mortals, we all feel like we're the first in the world to have any type of emotion, mm. which is, like, but, like, that's what it is, is you feel isolated, like, emotionally, yeah. so you're not, you can't reach out, and she, like, physically yeah. was isolated. She was physically <laughs> and emotionally. So. Also, I feel like when you're isolated, there is, like, a level of, like, you make yourself the victim. Yeah. And it's difficult to get out of that mentality. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you were the victim of something. Yeah. Like, when you're stuck in isolation, I feel like it just makes people so much more upset. Yeah. Like, that they're not really able to think as clearly anymore. Exactly. If that makes sense. And then that twists the way you do things in yes. the future. And you yes. view what you're going to do in the future. I agree. And that also leads to the apathy that we were talking about. And yeah. Like, the passive decision-making instead. Yeah. yeah. We're so, like, I know. I know. <laughs> okay, the lessons of chemistry. <laughs> okay, so this is our last book. Yes. Lessons in chemistry, which I think I've talked about on this podcast yeah. before love it so good but she so she's a scientist mm-hmm. in the early sexist times yeah 1960s i think the 50s times, or 60s um and she is in like grad school when she gets like assaulted and then also her work is like constantly discredited etc mm-hmm. etc et she meets her husband at her job and then he dies. Yeah. And a lot of her, like, the reason people let her do things was because they were afraid of her husband. Mm. So she was a pretty successful scientist because, you know, they were afraid. Her name's Elizabeth Zott. And so when her husband dies, like, in the... She quits She quits her... They, they fire her, basically, from her science job because now they're like, mm-hmm. there's nothing protecting you. So she 
is not only mourning her husband, but also doesn't, and she has a kid, and yeah. she doesn't have any way to keep the kid, or her dog, whose name is 99, and so she ends up as a, like, on a cooking show, as a housewife on a cooking mm-hmm. show, but then she, like, so right there, first of all, you could be despondent for the rest of your life, yeah. right? Or you could end up just kind of reverting back to doing, like, stereotypical female mm-hmm. jobs, like being, like, a secretary or mm-hmm. something. But she ends up on this cooking show, and again, she's faced with the choice, because she could either just be a normal housewife on a cooking show, yeah. whatever. But she decides she's going to make it a science-based cooking show. Oh. So a lot of what she, like, she's like, this is what happens. Like, the atoms do this and this and this mm-hmm. when you're boiling the water. Mm-hmm. Or, like, when you are baking, this is how the chemicals or mm-hmm. the compounds are mixing. or what You could probably AP Chem this better than me, right? <laughs> could I? <laughs> um, and, like, she shifts housewives' perceptions of themselves mm-hmm. because now they're not, like... Th- she basically shows that there's value in being a housewife and yeah. that even doing something like cooking has so much behind it that yeah. you have to know and learn and grow. And she changes the perspective of, like, you know, women should always be working, mm-hmm. their lives are to serve their family, to, like... She says this line, which is, kids, set the table, your mother needs a moment to herself. And she mm-hmm. says that at the end of every episode. And it's kind of that, like... Yeah. Like... She, there were so many times where she could have just given up, and yeah. there were so many times when she could have made bad choices, mm-hmm. but she chose to, like, do her best with what she had. Damn. Which is just really... That. It's so good. It's, I, I might own it. Now. I can give it to you if yes, you Yes, please. So, yeah. So, like, like, that's another example, especially when, like, literally society is telling you not to, because you're living in yeah. a sexist society that's yeah. telling you, like, you know, you don't matter. Yeah. And to, like, still have the resolve to do that, I think is really interesting. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. I like that. Good vibes. Yeah. Now let's talk about the bad ones. Yeah. Let's... I mean, we have we have, a, we have the in the middle, the vanishing half. Yeah. Which, honestly, like, was there any good? I mean, they resolved the conflicts with their daughter. So basically, yeah. Basic plot is there are two twins. Yes. Right. Um, D. De... Stella mm-hmm. and DZ? D. D. Starts with a D. Yeah, starts with a D. We'll call her D. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and they are half. <laughs> They're mixed. Yes. Black, like, half black, half white? No. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. Something like, yeah. Half black, half white. And, but they're, like, white passing. They can be white passing if they want Only to Only Stella is. Okay. Okay, that makes more sense. So, yeah. so. Yeah. Deezy? D- D- wait. Deidre. It's, like, D- Desiree. There we and, go. And Stella. Estella. Okay. Stella. Desiree and Stella. Do you want to explain it? Because I don't want to. Okay, I, I can try as much as I remember. <laughs> so Stella is white passing. Yeah. Desiree is not. Mm-hmm. And they live in this town where it's, like, very common that once you're in there, you stay there. I'm pretty sure that's what And happens. it's also, like, the history of the town is, like, everyone is pretty much mixed yes. there. And they, like, that's been that way for generations. Yeah. So they're, like, still kind of colorist, but yeah. also, like, everyone's kind of racist towards them. So then this oh, weird yeah. middle ground where... They're not white, but they're not black. Because, yes, but they don't accept anyone who's, like, really yes. black. Or really yes. white, yeah. And then Desiree ends up marrying or and having a so, kid. So what happens is they run away first. Um, both of the twins oh, run away yes. to New Orleans. There, yes. Stella meets a man, a white man. A white man. She pretends... He, wasn't he her boss? Yeah, so she pretends yes. to be white to get a job. Yes. She meets a white man there, ends up marrying him. Yes. Desiree run. Finds a black man there. Yes. Marries him. Moves to D.C. Yeah, she moves to D.C. Oh, he died. No, he he abuses her. So she runs away from him with her daughter, who is 
like also really black. yeah 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 and so then they go back to their hometown. yes but then the judge the, the hometown judges her daughter yes. because she's more black than she is yes yes and stella on the other hand completely just lives a white life like yeah. she leaves behind everything about yeah. her past yeah says she's white yeah and then in her neighborhood, there's a black there's couple a, that yes, comes that moves in. in. Yes. And then she, like, reconnects with that. And she's yeah. like, wait. Yeah. And their daughters, and they have a history with that. And then their daughters meet, so mm-hmm. they meet again. Mm-hmm. And so it's... So basically, basically, so basically like... <laughs> the point of what we're trying to get at is... <laughs> don't lose your identity. <laughs> you can always go back. <laughs> no, the point, the point is that they were faced with, like... Like, each of them chose the opposite path, yeah. right? And, yeah. like... It's identity, but it's also Stella, like, took the chance at a better life. And yeah. Desiree didn't want to give up who she was mm-hmm. for that better life. And, like, they both made trade-offs. Yeah. And, like, you're, like, that's going to be common, like, no it's matter what. It's kind of interesting to see that, like, even though Stella thought she was going to mm-hmm. gain a better life. She didn't it, She really. didn't really, yeah. Because the grass is always greener. Like, yeah. they're, obviously it was better to not, yeah. you know, right. have people be racist or discriminate right. against you. But, like... There were things about her life that she lost, that yeah. she wanted, that you can't And I think have. a part of her was always craving to go back yeah. to, like, not, like, her, like, hometown or whatever, but, but like, those reconnect with her exactly, roots. Right. with that yeah. identity. And, like, those trade-offs are, you never really know if you're making the right mm-hmm. choice because there never really is one clear-cut decision yeah. to yeah. make. And you always kind of have to decide, like, what value, like, what do you value more and what yeah. are you willing to do more? Yeah. It's just, you just gotta remember that. Like, you gotta remember that lesson. You gotta weigh it. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> we're kind of eating it this episode. It. All right, bad books. We have Yellow Face. Okay, so Yellow Face is by R.F. Kong. I've talked about this book on here. Basically, the, the main character, like, is friends. She's white. She's friends with this Asian girl who's a big best selling author. They both graduated from Yale together. Oh, you told yeah. me. Yes, I remember. The that. Asian girl became pop, like, famous. She didn't. Asian girl dies. She's working on a manuscript, so she's Chinese, about Chinese, like, related to Chinese history. Excuse me. This girl takes that manuscript, rewrites parts of it, like, most of it, Mm -hmm. passes it off as her own. And then, like, and, like, she gains fame from that, and then someone finds out, and there's an expose, and it's, like, a huge thing. But, like, I just, like... How insane... Okay, I get... Watching your friend die in front of you, like, that's traumatic. Yeah. But I just don't... There's no justifiable way. Because this character... Yeah, yeah, this character also, like... She was like, some people are gonna call me racist. Like, I was justified, blah, blah, blah. It's not racism. And, like, the way her mind worked and the way she justified everything was crazy. this isn't a real story, is it? No. Oh, okay. How insane do you have to be to just, like... Like, make that type... Like, I don't even know. I just think, like, story-wise, okay, it was a good story, but mm-hmm. I just think that there's so many other ways the author could have taken that that would have like, been interesting. how did she even come up with that? Right? Like, like, <laughs> like I'm sorry. That's suspicious. <laughs> that's too specific for you to just think Is she of a that? white author? Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's definitely a story about her life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um... Oh. What is she trying to hint at there? So, I just thought it was a very, like, I just, I don't know. Like, even just as a story, regardless of, obviously, in the real world, don't steal your dead friend's manuscript. But, like, even as a story, I just think the author made so many choices about the way the character was. And, like, okay, whatever, you're not supposed to, like, the main character, anti-hero, whatever. 
you can still tell an intriguing story without right. having without them make having the deci- those, yeah. Yeah. yeah decisions that they did. Yeah. So, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes people make the wrong decisions. Yeah. Our last book. Actually, you know what is a common trend with all these bad books? The author's bro. (laughs) Shakespeare. Like, wow, maybe these authors are the ones facing these problems and they're just trying to take it out on their characters. (laughs) Okay. You don't want that. Who are you trying to help here? Like, you are just, like, what is the point of your story? Exactly. Exactly. That's what, see, there's this, like, line between stories where the characters do nothing and Mm -hmm. there isn't really, like, a clear decision and like characters that literally do nothing and nothing good happens you know and like characters that do nothing sometimes that book is fun sometimes it's nice to read but when there's like like you've got to have something yeah Yeah. so basically the the bottom line is make choices make active choices even if you're uncertain and i think that a lot of people expect that they're gonna find happiness Mm -hmm. in their life like they're always like if i get through this i will find happiness it's what you make of your situation. You need That's... to make happiness for yourself. You cannot wait for happiness to come to you because you it's are not so gonna right. happen. No, you are so right. It's not because, gonna like, happen. Like, or when people are like, oh, like if I get in a relationship now, I'll be happy. Like, no, no. like you have to be you able to, to be, be okay with, with wherever you yes. are. Exactly. Because yes. also, like, whenever you get through one thing, other things are gonna come up. So you if have you to s- learn yes. to, yeah. If you spend your life chasing something, you're never going to get it. You get it. You're never, if you chase something, you're not attracting it. You're repelling it. You have to be in the moment yeah. and it will come to yes. you. Yes. Self-help so. for the new year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2024. You know me. So we hope you guys like this analysis. Yes. This episode. That was fun. We were really looking on yeah. that one. Wow. Okay. I was thinking, I was like, we got so much more material than when we first started. I know. Three years ago. That's crazy. Time Three years ago, we would have spent like one hour talking about our like life and then like <laughs> 15 minutes talking about books. And just the romance. Again. That's He's so hot. He's so dreamy. Hey, we can still do that. We can still do that. Love you. So we will see you as always. Socials, etc. Below.